Hello, this is Tony Grice again, this time with a podcast to describe the Math Speak teaching material, what it actually looks like. As has already been explained in previous podcasts, MathSpeak presents mathematical terminology in a series of comic strips. There's certainly nothing new about using cartoon narratives to teach a foreign language. Half a century ago, comic strips helped me learn French. However, I'm pretty sure that MathSpeak is the first time comic strips have been used to teach the language of mathematics. MathSpeak tries to make the language of mathematics interesting. I used to be a teacher and I firmly believe that lessons have to be either interesting or relevant, or both interesting and relevant, in order to hold students' attention and engage minds. I always hated it when my students were bored. Boring lessons are genuinely a waste of time. I reckon that students and teachers alike would be better off doing anything rather than boring themselves into a stupor. As a learner of foreign languages, I have been bored so many times and ached for some controversy or humour, conflict or human folly to bring the language I'm learning to life and make it stick in my brain. So much language learning material is bloodless, formulaic stuff, and it never surprises me that it's so often ineffective. And I say that as an ELT writer myself, with my own back list of failures. A few years ago, I was searching for a gap in the language teaching market, and I recalled teaching English for academic purposes in Cyprus, and how students there, who were otherwise fluent, struggled with describing geometric shapes and putting equations into words. Aha, I thought. What about a course book on the language of mathematics? It seemed like a good idea, but how could I get the language of mathematics out of the maths classroom, where few people really want to be, and into the light? I read lots about weird maths and even weirder mathematicians and discovered that maths is a lot more than the dried-up old corpse I had always thought it was. But I was still clueless about how to give the corpse life. Then I happened upon the Simpsons episode, The Third Dimension, in which Homer enters a three-dimensional world through a wall in a cupboard. The image of Homer, lost in a geometric representation of special relativity, helped me understand the concept of space-time. Homer Simpson made Einstein easy. I studied The Simpsons, and I found mass references in many episodes, ranging from number theory to calculus and Fermat's last theorem. So it was a no-brainer that MathSpeak should be a comic book. I could put the language of mathematics into the mouths of cartoon characters and enjoy myself with fantasy and silliness. And at this point, the Erasmus Project agreed to support MathSpeak. Erasmus brought with it a trans-European partnership and, most importantly, gave us time to experiment and test out ideas 
the Erasmus grant took away commercial pressure, which would otherwise have stifled creativity by making the material overly cautious. So last year we began in earnest. Four human figures started to appear on screens, speaking the language of mathematics with a sideways wink at the reader. They were Chong, Tyrone, Scott and Asmara, young people of about 20 years old. They began to acquire personalities. Then came Alex, an African grey parrot. Alex is the only one based on a real individual, which seemed to be a good Simpson-like joke in itself. Chong became a clever but bossy girl. Tyrone, kind, but a bit slow. Scott turned into a big head. Asmara was shy, though she hid it under cynicism. And Alex the parrot became an egomaniac. Sometimes these characters clashed. So there are conflicts and resolutions. Each unit also features a celebrity guest, mostly though not always connected to the theme of a unit. Florence Nightingale features in the statistics unit, a gambling wild Bill Hickok in the probability unit, Marie Curie in chemistry and so on. Their presence gives an opportunity to narrate some aspect of their famous lives, which just adds an extra dimension to the course and provides another context for mathematical terminology. There is a lot of humour, though whether it's funny or not, you can only judge for yourself. Actually, it's, it's rather easy to be funny with maths, because maths is so full of puns and paradoxes and insane logic. Most of the jokes are old, and they have been unashamedly incorporated into the course where they have given the math-speak translators many, many headaches. The problem that the translators have is that humour doesn't travel well across languages. In maths jokes, well, in English maths jokes, the punchline usually lies in double meanings of English words. In Unit 6, in geometry, for example, we visit Leonardo da Vinci's workshop. Outside the workshop, a street vendor is selling pies. Square pies, square pies, buy my square pies, he calls. A woman passing by asks, don't you have any round pies? And the street vendor answers, no, madam, all my pies are squared. Uh, well, maybe it's funny in English, maybe. But does it work in Romanian or Bulgarian? Probably not. So there is the ever-present worry that some of the material may fall flat. However, at one of the project meetings, I asked a teacher, how were his students responding to the math speak? And he told me that some of them actually laughed. Now that, I thought, is how we can measure success. <laughs>